Welcome to House Party, a podcast where home and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. And Rachel, you have an HGTV show to pitch. I do. Are you the executive I'm pitching to? Yeah. Let's let's role play. Let's pretend I'm the HGTV HGTV executive. You are the bright young Hollywood uh, newest brain on the block, <laughs> and you have an amazing show that you want to pitch me. Okay, go. And I bring you in for a meeting. I said, "Do you want any coffee? Do you want some water?" You said, "No, I just have to tell you my idea." I, I mean, I take a latte if you're offering. <laughs> okay, fine. Assistant, go get that. All right, go, go. It's very possible this has already been done, but this is based on daily conversations with my friends in our group chat. Stay with me. Gardening 911. Interesting. Tell me more. Gardening is like the newest thing since before the pandemic even, and it's only gotten more popular. And my friends' group chats, Instagram feeds, everything is filled with Pictures of cucumbers and tomatoes and everything that's going right. But last night, they said, 911, help, gardening 911. Why is my plant doing this? And it was like, okay, why, why are the leaves yellow? Or why are my tomatoes so big? Or why are my, what was supposed to be a red pepper, why is it green? And uh, mm-hmm. I just feel like there could be a, I don't know some fodder here for a a gardening television show i think that's a that's a good concept um so it would be i don't know how you'd execute it the format yeah the form i mean obviously you'd have to have more than one gardening project it would be kind of (laughs) you're not gonna like this comparison but kind of like the laundry guy maybe the laundry guy or like what's the what's the one where they go into like barbers to hair salons that are underperforming and they completely turn it around. Oh, sh- well, on the thing on Bravo. What is it oh called? Oh my god. And- okay, well sheer genius was the competition. But you're talking about um Oh, that I love that show. Oh, Tabitha's Salon Takeover. Tabitha's Salon Takeover. I loved that show. Yeah, I agree. This could just be a gardening expert going into someone's garden, which it might be difficult because I feel like if you have a full garden, you probably know what you're doing. And yeah, you're that's true. you're probably not going to have that many issues. But, like, we can workshop it. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, off off the cuff, I, I thought it was not bad. Yeah, good one. I You know what, Rachel? I think <laughs> good we're, we're going to pencil you in for another another meeting. I want you to meet some other development executives. And uh, okay, I think... I'll, I'll build out the framework and I'll come in with a... Uh, some some forecast projections yeah that sounds great (laughs) i think we have a bright future together um pleasure doing business with you (laughs) okay so we are super excited today because we have an interview with sunjay and daryl from battle on the beach yeah talk about an hgtv show that does work and is really working for us and we Mm -hmm. want to see more of maybe Gardening 911 is not it, but Battle on the Beach, we are on episode five of six. We just, we just watched five. Yeah, We just five watched five. There's only one more left. I'm so sad, actually, but I am thrilled, as Natalie just said, that before it ended, we got to get Sunjay and Daryl on the podcast. And- I kind of have a hunch that they won. That's just my, you know, laying all my cards out there. Not that, not, not that they gave us any sort of indication that they no. won. At and we, all. to be fair, we didn't ask. We didn't ask. Like, we are very respectful of that. We did get some behind the scenes information, though, which you'll find very interesting if you've also been following our recaps of these shows and you've been watching the show. Um, but yeah, we don't know who wins, so we'll be tuning in this weekend to see who wins. But um, I'm so glad that they joined us. Sanjay and Daryl, thank you, thank you, thank you. And you can listen to our interview right now. And stay tuned after the interview for our recap of episode five, Battle on the Beach, where they tackle the kids' rooms.
We are so excited. We have been recapping Battle on the Beach for the past few weeks, and we finally have some behind-the-scenes inside scoop. We have Sunjay and Daryl on the podcast today. Thank you guys so much for, for being here. Hello. No problem. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. This is Team Allison, as we've spoken about before, and we just we have so many questions for you about what it was like being on the show, uh, what you encountered in terms of problems, did your marriage make it through? <laughs> we have we have so many questions. Um, we're going to start at the top, though. Remind us where is home for you guys? So we're in Atlanta. Okay. All right. So it wasn't too far of a a trek to, down to Gulf Shores. Nope, nope, about six hours. Yeah, six hours, so. yeah. yeah. And I know that in the, the first episode, they gave us an overview of how long you guys had been married and how you got together and how long you had been renovating houses. Tell us a little bit about that. I know one of the anecdotes that I love, Sunjay, is that you put Daryl under contract on your when you guys started <laughs> renovating houses. I did. So we were dating, <laughs> um, we started dating in 2013 and we decided to flip a house together. And I was like, you're my boyfriend. He was living in Charlotte at the time and I was here in Atlanta and I was like, well, I don't know what the future holds. You could leave me high and dry here if it doesn't work out. <laughs> and so <laughs> I put him under contract, but it's so my personality if you know me. To put somebody in a contract. And the, and the funny part was she had never seen me do any work, anything at all. All I did was talk about me flipping houses. So, and I, w- I worked in corporate at the time. So every time she saw me, I was dressed up. So she was like, uh, okay. But then she came back like a week later and said, let's do a contract. I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like, I want to see you wearing some work gloves and some work boots before we take this any right. further. Yeah. But one thing that we found out in that um, in that flip together is that we discovered that we work really well together. Um, So sometimes we might argue over like things like where to go for dinner or something like that. But we actually work pretty well together. So um, anyway, we ended up having a baby in 2014. And so we have a son and then we got married in 2017. And yeah, we've been still doing, doing life and flipping houses ever since. Yeah. What led you to the show? How did how did you end up on Battle on the Beach? So we had talked to a casting director for another show um, a couple of years ago, but I don't know if it ever panned out. It just kind of never went anywhere. And then um, I think she remembered us when Battle on the Beach came too. So she gave us a call and was like, hey, would you guys be interested? And of course we were like, yeah. <laughs> And how long did the process take? I mean, did, was it like pretty quick? Like, all right, well, then get your butts down to Gulf Shores. And well, originally we were supposed to do it in 2020 um, and mm. made it all the way down to Gulf Shores. We were and set up in the hotel and everything. Yeah, we spent like one night there and then they had to pull the plug on the production just because COVID, COVID was had happening. In. Wow. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah, so we were down there ready to shoot and that was, we were all excited and um, it's, just boom, yeah. you guys got to go home. <laughs> so we didn't know if it was actually going to happen again or not because a lot of things, you know, were obviously up in the air. And so then when we got the word in 2021 that they were going to try to do it um, this year, we were like, yeah, let's yeah, do it. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That that must have been such a relief to, to get that call and be like, oh, my gosh, wait, it's happening. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> exciting. And when did you guys film? What was What was the filming timeline like? And we were there for about six weeks. About um, 20 weeks. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm it sure seems felt like it. Well, to make over a whole house, yeah, like 20 like weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like it. So we were there from like mid-March kind of toward the end of April. Spring break time. Yeah. 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 Did you have to, were you, like, were you guys working around crowds or anything like that? The beach looks surprisingly empty every episode. So we um, were not around crowds at all. In fact, with COVID and the precautions just to make sure that everybody in the production was safe, um, we were very careful to stay away from people. We kind of just were at the beach house and then at the hotel at night. Yeah. And I think the entire production team, all of us stayed in one hotel yeah. to keep yeah. everything you know, secure. And we had to take a COVID test, what? Every other day. Three days a week, yeah. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. <laughs> It's great to know that they were being safe. And we can see all the workers 
in every episode, they're all masked up and everything. Yeah. So it's, it's very apparent that you guys were still taking precautions. Yeah. Um, how long were your days? Like, it seems like you're just working eight hours a day straight. Did you take breaks or was it? Like- it seems like you're working 12 hours to 15 hours a day straight. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, it was more like 12, 13 hour days. We would get there like between seven and eight in the morning and we'd usually wrap up about seven or so at night. Yeah, and we had to drive there. But the other part about it was when we got home, we also had to do more planning. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the show, because of because of COVID, we mm-hmm. couldn't go out in the community and shop for anything. We had to shop for everything online. Oh, oh that's hard. Material for building, um, decor, every single thing mm-hmm. we had to do online. So we would go home, take a shower, start planning again. And so we really were closing down mentally around 10, 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Because as designers, you're used to going to your sources and, yeah, and the paint store, the stone and tile place and pulling materials. So yes. <laughs> and you know how hard it is to like pick a tile from a picture, like from a thumbnail? <laughs> Oh my it's goodness. so hard. It's so crazy. It's you know you're used to like seeing how the light reflects on it and how t- busy it looks when yeah. it's more than one piece. It's, Touching it's it so and it's Ugh. like this thumbnail was great. Let's do this one. <laughs> I cannot even imagine. Natalie and I have been doing a lot of online shopping for our own homes, and she knows it takes me. It's taken me months to decide on a coffee table. Like I don't understand how you guys did all that in the time allotted. Yeah. I think the, the craziest thing is for me is the material. I'm used to going to Home Depot or Lowe's and picking out exactly what I want. If something's not there, I can find an alternative. But we had to actually put the order in on a worksheet and rely on the production team to go and get it. And I'm just like, oh, man, this, oh, no, not this one, no, nah, I, no, not, not four. I need, oh, my goodness. So, so then what would you do in that situation if they brought you, like, three two-by-fours instead of, like, eight? Would you be like, go back to Home Depot, please? You have to reschedule. We had to reschedule our day because oh, uh, plan for the next day because the Home Depot and Lowe's, we were, we were some ways away from it. I'd say about mm-hmm. 10 to 15 miles. Mm-hmm. And remember, the production team, they're doing it for all three houses. Mm-hmm. So it was, if you didn't get what you needed in that day, you had to like sidetrack and go do something else and wait for the material to come the next day. It was tough. And sometimes, as you see on the show, we were thrown a, a loop and we was like, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness, <laughs> I was ready to do this today, but we can't. Ah. Yeah. The, the other side of that is that if you couldn't proceed with one particular task, no worries. There's like 10 other things that you can do. <laughs> I think the only time something changed is when we were, um, when weather hit us. Um, uh, yeah. That was the, during that season where we were at, I think they told us that that was the worst time to do <laughs> anything. <laughs> in it was where the weather was, uh, one day we would come in, it would be raining and it would be 50 degrees one day. Next day it would be 80, then it dropped that back down to 40. And I will tell you, Allison did not like any yeah. of it. Oh my gosh. I love the beach. I hate the beach. That's okay, a good wait. segue. I wanna, yeah. We want to talk about Allison. Um, we, we love Allison Victoria. How yeah. did you end up getting paired with her? Was it just completely random or did you have some sort of preference involved? And what was it like working with her? So um, I think it was random. I, I heard that maybe they drew na- they drew names or something. I'm not exactly sure how the teams got assigned the mentors, but we definitely um, didn't have a, a say in, in, in who we got, which was fine. Um, and it's it's funny working with Allison was amazing. At first, yeah, when at first. when we first met her, <laughs> I was like, oh, I was kind of feeling sorry for Daryl because I'm yeah, I'm- yeah absolutely, <laughs> I was feeling sorry for Daryl. I was. I a strong personality um, and and I was like I think she's gonna be a strong personality too so and Daryl's kind of a strong personality so I was like this might be a lot of personality in one house <laughs> I, was like, I instantly knew what I needed to do I was like I just need to be quiet and go find some material to feel something <laughs> just stick to the wood the woodwork <laughs> but you know what we ended up loving about Allison is that like she's going to tell you exactly what she thinks she's going to give it to you directly 
And we came to appreciate that, like, yeah. you know, where when those moments you have to make a snap decision, we'd be like, Allison, what do you think? And she'd be like, no, that's stupid. And then we'd be like, yep, that's stupid. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. You don't waste time talking about it, especially when you don't have time to waste. Yeah. So we we actually became, I feel like, you know, we connected with her really well as, as time um, progressed and got to know her. And I mean, she's so talented. And it's funny going into this, you kind of see, you know, the HGTV celebrities and you're like, are, you know, they're TV personalities, but do they really do the work? Yeah. But, but no, wow. all they all are so passionate about what they do. Like they really do live and breathe design. And mm-hmm. they, they actually had a, a secret like com- competition against each other. I think they wanted to all win. Yeah. Like personally, like I'm going to, I got to go over here and beat them. Oh my gosh. I yeah. think one time Allison came back in the house, like, guys, we got to pick it up. I think they were tricking us. <laughs> <laughs> they took it seriously. Yeah. Allison, Allison and Ty, especially like, cause we've seen them on other shows together. Like mm-hmm. they have a rivalry. Like they <laughs> definitely, yeah. definitely. But no, Allison was great. I mean, her eye for design is awesome. She taught us so much, I think. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're, um, you guys won the kitchen and dining area challenge. The first in the episode one, right. um, that kitchen was, absolutely gorgeous the the waterfall edge um island the cabinetry i mean there was a bit of alice and victoria in it i'm sure there was a lot of you guys in it but we like rachel and i saw that we're like oh like okay this is like on another level like it was so good i do want to talk about episode one uh, where you kind of butted heads with Allison a little bit during the the challenge, the twist when you chose industrial piping. <laughs> Did she give you like a talking to about that? I mean, we saw a little bit of it on screen. Actually, first, um, when we saw the materials, Sunjay told me in my ear, she said, let's get industrial piping. We're going to do something with it. Believe, just trust me. I'm, I'm doing exactly what Allison's saying. Like, what? What are we going to do with this? <laughs> I'm like, but I trust my wife, so we had a few ideas, so I just worked with it and um, so just she, do what you're told. Yeah, it's funny. She she did less talking and more looking. It's like it's like the look your mom gives you yeah, when you absolutely. know you've messed up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> she just gave me that look, and I was like, can I, can I change my mind? <laughs> it was funny because I think everyone was like, oh, okay. All right. Industrial yeah. pipe. Yeah. <laughs> I had an idea for these light fixtures for, and, and I was going to use the fittings of, of the piping for the little like um, light fixtures that were going to go over the island. But we ended up nixing that idea because it would have meant more electrical work, right. more boxes, cost, yeah. more cost. And so we more mixed time. that idea. And so then we had to figure out something creative. But they ended up being candle holders. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm nice. sure there were a lot of ideas you probably had to nix because of mm-hmm. time constraints. Did you get better as it went on at managing your time? Because I, I've only gotten more stressed out watching the show. <laughs> it just seems like every episode you guys don't, like you have an hour left and there's nothing in the room. And I, I don't know yeah. if it's if it was exactly how it looked. It's it's weird because we were up until the very, I would say le- very last hour or two hours, we felt like we was way ahead, pretty much every room. And then all of a sudden, it's like, you know, you have two hours left and then you're like, hold on, what, did, what, how do we get so far back? And we got, <laughs> and always, babe, we got this much time. I'm like, babe, I know, I know it's, it's, it's happening again. So I don't know if you guys remember the episode when I said, is it going to be like this every time? Cause I'm going to die. I, really, <laughs> I was like, this is going to happen every time. And we just, we were doing such a great job pacing in every room, but just somehow you just. Mm-hmm. It just, I think you just get so caught up with planning the whole thing and knowing that you only have amount of, a certain amount of time. So you're not only planning that room, but you think about ideas for the other room. So we've, we've seen kitchen, Rachel, remind me, kitchen and dining, mm-hmm. bathroom, living. living, and kids' room so far. And bedroom. Mm-hmm. And bedroom. And bedroom. Five, mm-hmm. five, right, five episodes. We've seen the whole interior, right? We only have the exterior to go. Right, yeah, you've, you've seen the, the the entire interior. It's just uh, the exterior that's coming up next. Yeah. Okay, if you could redo one of the interior spaces, which mm. would it be? Great question. That's a great question. Um, what do you hmm. think? You know, 
I think for me, I think for me, the, the, it's kind of across all of the bedrooms. I feel, I feel that I would have done a little bit more decor wise in the bedrooms. I think that our functional uh, approach worked out really well. Like we were all about like adding value and the way you add value in beach houses is you get heads and beds, right? So we were like, optimize sleep space, optimize sleep space. But when I watch it play back, I'm like, man, I should have had some more pillows, man, I should have had, you know, I, I feel like I could have just done a little bit more with the decor. At mm-hmm. least you didn't build a sandbox. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ouch. I love them. I love Carrie and David. We, but do we were talking Carrie about David. this before we hopped on this call. We were like, what were they thinking? And every single person told her no. And she still just bulldozed ahead with it. I was like, was don't like bring a- sand to the beach. um no that makes sense though because you're crunched for time and i can see how like little decor touches kind of have to fall by the wayside it's more Mm -hmm. about adding value like you said because an appraiser is going to come through and Mm -hmm. and that's how you win the show so um i get it i get it i mean you guys still have great style so (laughs) plus you were focused and i believe sunjay you called it that you you won the two money makers of the house, which was the kitchen and then the bathrooms. Those yep. are the the two as high sorry the two highest valued rooms in the home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you I think your efforts showed showed there. You, the, you saw the the decor touches and then the nice accents that you put in. Thank yeah. you, thank you. And we, um, Sunji, I have to definitely commend her for. I don't know if you guys knew uh, or know we have a partnership sponsorship with Wayfair. And yeah, it was a parent. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we had Sunjay, we could have shot from different places, um, but we were 100% committed to honoring that sponsorship with, with Wayfair. So mm-hmm. she spent a lot of time trying to get things there that complemented the rooms and um, mm-hmm. made a lot of things work from that, that perspective. Mm-hmm. How sure. much did Allison help? Or was it really all all you guys? I mean, how much was she in and out? Allison was in and out. All of the mentors were in and out pretty regularly. I don't can't recall exactly how many times they came in, but um, the thing I love about Allison is that she, when she did come in, she would just like get busy and get to work, and she would start yeah. pulling up stuff on her phone and throwing ideas at us. And she has these amazing ideas. Um, and it's funny, like when she had the idea for the ombre rope art, mm-hmm. we were like, "Yeah, that that." okay. And I think at first I was kind of like struggling to see the vision. And then I was like, but then once I got it, I was like, yeah, that, that would be amazing. And then she's like, you know, okay guys, let's do it. And then me and Harold would be like, okay, so. I was like, at first thing I said, <laughs> How do we was, do it? <laughs> the first thing I said was that is a lot of pain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember, I think I remember your face, Sanjay, when you were painting the ropes, you're like, I'm just painting these ropes. And I think this is going to turn out well, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm just doing what Allison told me to do. Yeah. yeah. It was, you know, again, I, I think that's what the mentors are there for, to challenge us, to stretch us. And she definitely did that and kind of took, take us out of our comfort zone. Cause see, Daryl and I are like, we're true flippers. And so a lot of times our approach when we have a house ready to go to market is we try to appeal to a broad demographic, right? You want to get the most potential buyers. So we shy away from really eclectic and bold design. Mm-hmm. And I think Allison, she came in and was like, do something bold. And we were like, okay, okay, let's see. What okay. We <laughs> but um, Allison told us something that we we're definitely putting into what we do. And she said, you guys got to, when you're thinking about a house, and this is my takeaway from mm-hmm. learning from her. She said, you got to think about moments. She said, when you're going through your house, create moments that people are going to remember as they go through your house mm-hmm. or that you want to feel. And um, one in particular that I remember um, that sits with me today is when we going upstairs to the top bedrooms, the steps and the uh, rails yes. and the the uh, flower and the, uh, the wagon wheel and sconces. That was the picture that I have in my head. And I, I got what she was saying, like, that's your moment because you can, whenever you see that living room, that's the first thing you think about. If you're able to do that throughout your house, that means, um, that means that you're having a, uh, you got, you got a great design and people really appreciate what you're doing. How much did you guys hang out with the other couples as well as the talent, like Ty and Allison and Tanya? The way the house was situated, you can see from the show, Josh and Shawnee house was right beside ours. And then we had a workshop in between and then David and Carrie's house. 
Mm-hmm. I would tell you, like, David and Carrie were, the, we rarely saw them because their house was so far away from ours mm-hmm. and we were all stuck in the house most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but we didn't hang out until we went to, like, a, um, that they wanted to bring us all to the beach for something. But during the day, mm-hmm. we'll probably see each other in the morning, say hello, mm-hmm. hello mm-hmm. in passing, and then at the end of the day, say bye. <laughs> Maybe wave wave it uh, through the window at Shawnee and Josh because you guys yeah. were next to each other. I also think Allison had maybe perhaps out of all of the the mentors the best pulse on what Mike and Mina were probably looking for and i i imagine that probably helped guide you in terms of keeping things functional and Mike's always the one to point out this isn't safe or this isn't up to code and Allison seemed to kind of preempt that with you guys quite a bit and make sure that uh you were designing and thinking about what Mike would say in the final judging. Yeah, I definitely think she was um, trying to keep us conscious of, you know, the things that Mike would be looking for, the things that Mina would be, you know, looking for based on how she, you know, she knows them, right? So, um, and it's funny because you know that Mike is going to be tough. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, he's tough. <laughs> I was, like, was going to ask, is like, Mike is a buzzkill in a lot of these episodes. <laughs> He's a, he's a super great guy. He really like, is. He just cares about, you know, doing things right. And it was so funny, the episode in the main bedroom, Sunjay and I, we had the drips on the wall. And I was telling Sunjay, I'm like, and this this thing come to the camera. It was like, babe, I'm telling you, Mike is going to chop it down. <laughs> and the whole thing about it was when I was telling you guys about the weather, the weather was up and down and we were the only house. And this is another part that they didn't show. We were the only house that didn't have any um, air conditioning. Air conditioning. <gasps> oh, my God. I was going to ask you guys about that yeah. because I didn't know how you weren't just sweltering in yeah. Gulf Shores in April. You That's didn't have air big, conditioning? We were. We were. <laughs> That's a big <laughs> handicap. Yeah. Like, I don't know what happened, but our AC wasn't working. And so, yeah. like, when we were spraying the the, the wall, it, the reason why we had drips is because it was so humid. Yeah. We were, like, yeah. had the window open, and we were, like, trying to fan the wall, but it just, it was what it was. And, and then the weather changed, and we had to open the windows later on, and it just... It was like this is not this is not a combination. On a paint can, it tells you you must paint in this temperature. <laughs> yeah. But it came down to because um, you did tell me. Babe. I said, babe. He told me if we, we have don't to get, get those drips. drips. Mike is gonna say something about it. He said, <laughs> he babe, don't worry about it. It's, we got to do something else. I'm I like, was like, we have to assemble a bed. If we don't have like, a bed, that's kind of a design kill. And then tell you that bed together. I was like, Mike is gonna kill us. <laughs> drips. I'm telling you this now. It's okay. There was another part too on the bathrooms. And when you say that um, Allison was guiding us based on her um, partnership with Mina and Mike, uh, it was super cool because in the bathrooms, I don't know if it made it to the show, but she was like, listen, guys, if you're going to have a shower head uh, rainfall, make sure you have also a wand because Mina's going to chop you up if you don't have a wand. And she was like, if you don't do that, it's not going to help you. And then and Josh and Shawnee's and I think, you know, what's going on in Kim and Carrie's. That came up. And he was like, well, you guys just have a shower. Like, what if I don't want to take a shower? Mm-hmm. You know, like, but again, that's, that's um, Allison experience partnering with them. And for us, it makes sense too to do those things, but it just was reinforcement, the, um, the situation. Yeah. That's, oh my gosh. You mentioned in this episode a hurricane, and I wasn't sure if you meant it metaphorically or not, but was it an actual hurricane that damaged these homes and the, the exterior at least? Yeah, it was in September of last year. Okay, like, I remember that. Sally, I think Sally. it was. Yeah. yeah, I think it was Sally. Okay. And actually, in the area where we were at, it was a lot. That was another challenge we had. We had a lot of um, contractors that were to come in and do some work, either not be able to come in because they were so backlogged or didn't show up because there was so much of a demand for contractors in right. the Gulf Shores area from the other repairs from the storm. Mm-hmm. Right. That was Someone would come in and look like this too much. I'm out. <laughs> That's why like, I'm glad you're handy. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so what's next for you guys? We have one more episode, episode six, which is the finale. Um, no spoilers. We, we, you know. We don't know who to, wins. We don't know who wins. We can't wait to see who wins. Um, but what's next for you guys after the show? 
So after the show, I mean, you know, back in Atlanta, we're continuing to grow our business and expand um, our flipping business. Kind of, I think one of the things I really brought back with me is I, I said, you know, we've got to we gotta take, you know, these bold choices. We've got to make some, you know, more bold design choices. I think we, you know, it all have to stick to such a neutral palette. We can do some funky yeah. things. And- yeah, that means more work for me. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's continuing to grow our, our, our business um, and just you really see, you know, where it takes us. What's your business called? So we go by Don't Hate Renovate um, under Hate Own Properties. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. so and some people take it a different way. We like, don't hate your place, just renovate it. So that's the whole concept around it. So yeah, totally. Love it. Totally. Yeah. And uh, do you have a house that you're working on right now? We do. We actually just closed on our next flip property. Um, a, just right outside of Atlanta. Um, so we were out there last weekend to yeah. check it out. And um, the grass is taller than CJ. You could <laughs> gather up all that grass like Josh did and, and, make, a, <laughs> and make some wall art. <laughs> well, we did, again, we, did, we never knew he did that. That was one moment. I don't know if you guys saw it. Um, when he's, he was, it, Josh was frustrated a lot on the show. And I just, a couple times, I talked to him. I was like, "Come on, man, let's. You gotta hold together a little bit." There was one time where we were all talking them at the end of the day, and Josh walked out his house past me, Sunjay, and uh, Shawnee, and just walked into the ocean. Just literally <laughs> went into the ocean. I'm like, "Dude, what, what are you doing?" He said, "I just, I just need it. I need it. I just need it." Josh, come on, man. It's like, I get it, but uh, it's it's still cold out here. And it's, uh, I, think the show, I think the challenge in the show definitely frazzled the nerves of each one of us at yeah, some point. All we us, all yeah. had moments where we were like at our wit's end. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you guys could find some levity, though, in, in the whole process. Was there That's anything it. else that was super funny that happened on set? Um, Josh and Shani, I would tell you, uh, Josh was... Uh, one moment he was, uh, I think Shawnee said something to him about a tube. Oh, oh, no, you gotta let me tell this one. <laughs> this was funny because their house was next to ours, and this was like in the beginning. And Shawnee was fussing at Josh, and she was like, Josh, she was like, Daryl has a tool belt. And he was like, Okay, so he goes and he gets a tool belt on, and she goes, Daryl has tools in his tool belt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like. Josh, it was like Josh was like, man, this is a lot of work, man. This is crazy. Just and there was just one of those moments. I was looking like, yeah, you need a hammer. You, you're probably gonna need this and this and this. Yeah, they were a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. we like I said, we we got to interface with them a little bit more just because their house they were right beside to ours. So yeah, we had a lot of fun, silly moments with them, and they kept it. You know, it kept us going and all of that crazy hard work. Rachel, do you have anything else that you want to ask our lovely guests? I have a million things, but we won't keep you any longer. Is there anything else you wanted to add about being on the show or for future renovators who might be on an HGTV show? <laughs> um, gosh, what would we say to any future renovators on an HGTV show? Um, bring coffee. Yeah. And... Um, Think outside the box. Think outside the box yeah. for sure. Think outside the box. And don't be afraid to like make those big choices and those bold choices. You know, we did do some fun, bold stuff. We tried to incorporate some technology and some smart stuff in our house, our home. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so we would just say, I think, just be bold and think outside the box and be prepared to roll them sleeves up and get those nails dirty. Yeah. If there's stuff you want to do, if there's stuff you want to do, Find a way to get it done. Ask questions because you know they'll work with you to make it happen. It was just a, it, it was a wonderful experience. It was absolutely, and we were super blessed to have a great uh, carpenter and oh, Fred. Fred is awesome. Um, mm. Just be ready for any future uh, individuals that that are on those shows. Just be ready to delegate. That's mm. a big part of success. You got to delegate with trust. It's just you know balancing and delegating and knowing that the show will go on as much as much as possible they're going to make sure it, it happens you just got to be ready for that and trust it Super for our amazing. first experience like in that like you know in tv land yeah couldn't have had a more like positive experience than what we had it was when awesome I, when we say that i'm we're talking about everybody everyone the PAs, 
um, our directing, everyone, um, Brian, awesome. Matt, Ed, everybody, Ty, yeah, Fred, every. It was just, it was so fun to come to work each day, even though we knew it was going to be a hectic day, but that team made it so, so great to have that experience every day. Oh, this sounds fun. It sounds like home renovation summer camp. <laughs> I want to go. <laughs> it was fun. It was, it was fun. fun, honestly. At, at the end of the day, we had so much fun. Yeah. We're having so much fun watching you guys. Um, yeah, thank you so much. And we're yeah. excited to see who wins. Let's tune in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when when should everyone tune in? We'll, we'll let you guys say it. Yep. So Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on HETV and on Discovery Plus. Yep. Thank you again, Sunjay and Daryl. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Well, wasn't that fun? Yeah, I so glad they could join us. I really wish we could have had them earlier so that I could sort of watch the show through a different kind of lens. I love all the inside information of what went down. I know. I I almost, that's why I want there to be like three or four more episodes. Can we do like maybe Backyard? Can we do, um, I don't know, put, put another extent, put an extension on the house. Like I want to <sighs> see more. I want to see more. Yeah, I do too. After the beach. Battle on the yeah. beach after after sunset. Ooh. Look at <laughs> oh. me. HGTV, why don't you hire me already? Come on. Hot tubs, massage rooms. <laughs> like, yeah, there's no water feature here. I I, I need to see a water the, feature before I tie this show up. Except for the ocean. Except for the ocean. Out front. Just nature's water feature. <laughs> um, okay. Episode five, we promised you a recap of uh, kids room kids room week and we're gonna jump into that right now I what my first note here is that Sunjay and Daryl have a son <laughs> yeah they all have kids which you know I guess everybody had the same kind of advantage of thinking creatively about what their child would want and it was interesting too because there weren't um it wasn't all rooms for like five-year-olds it wasn't all rooms for even like 12-year-olds it was a range which was nice like there was one kind of kiddish one and there was one maybe like more teenager one and then one that could easily be for like teens or even Mm -hmm. like college kids renting the house out for spring break or something right right. um so and they had free reign uh it was basically a a free-for-all they were just told to do a custom-built kids room Mm-hmm. With the yeah, budget no, that they had, remaining. no huge twist. That was well. That was, um, the twist was because they keep doing this. They keep throwing major things at them while they're focused on one room. They keep adding more rooms or spaces. The twist, not so twisty thing, was that they had to start thinking about the exterior of the home, and they were given thirty five thousand dollars to basically start work on that. Right, which we learned through our interview with Sunjay and David, probably the, the planning Darryl. for that, or excuse me, Sun, Sunjay and Daryl, probably happened after hours, like in their hotel rooms. Yeah, that was crazy. I honestly, <laughs> like, I they didn't sleep for six weeks, I'm guessing. Sounds like it. Yeah, it sounded like it. Um, yeah, so this week they were focused on the kids' rooms. They were not big. I think they said they were like 10 by 12. They looked really tiny. They looked like giants inside of them. There's only one small window. Like, they just mm-hmm. did not have a whole lot of space to work with. No, no. And so it only made sense that at least one team would want to vault the ceiling, which this week it was uh, Shawnee and Josh. Mm-hmm. Um. They're, in their design, they they planned to vault the ceiling, put up a kind of like a loft bed, and then have a trundle, un, a bed with a trundle underneath. So sleeping a total of three. Mm-hmm. It was funny when um, when Ty brought Mina and Mike through the room. He was like, yeah, like he was so proud that they could sleep three in that room. And I was like, well, <laughs> the team You've before you can sleep four in there. Yeah. Team Allison, Sanjay and Daryl can sleep four in their room. But yeah, they got heads and beds in, in their design. There were a, a lot of like bumps along the way, though, despite the, the twist not being huge. I mean, weather was a huge factor. 
this episode. Yeah, I mean, because they were working on the exterior at the same time, they ripped all every single team had apparently decided to take the siding off and replace it with board and batten. Mm-hmm. And while the siding was off, a huge rainstorm came. So mm-hmm. there's no protection of the home, the interior of the home from the outside elements. And Sunjay and Daryl in particular had a real problem with water leaking in to their kids' room. Yeah, you could see, like, they showed they showed the leakage. I mean, I think they were okay because they did have their drywall up, whereas, like, Shawnee and Josh didn't have their drywall up, so they were kind of screwed um, because, I guess, their drywall team decided to stop working when it was raining, and they didn't even have the drywall at the site when they were going to work on the drywall, so it, it was just... Josh was about to lose his damn mind. Yeah, I felt, I felt really bad for him. I really did. I, I I mean, if we thought he was maybe losing it a little bit before, I feel like this was the episode where it's just, yeah, I mean. This pushed him over the edge. Yeah, because you it can't control It was kind of things. funny before, and this time I was like, oh, God, he's going to have a, he's going to have a breakdown. It's, yeah, I mean, like, you know, if you manage your time poorly, you can control that, but you can't control a rainstorm coming through and ruining your your drywall or, or a, an entire crew not getting the work done. so Or your drywall not even being there. Right. So I, I felt for them in, mm-hmm. this week. Um, yeah, the rain was a factor. I mean, some some questionable design choices <laughs> okay, were, well, were made. <laughs> let's just get into it. Because um, we, we kind of teased this last week. It was teased in the, in the preview that somebody was going to, have a sandbox in the bedroom and we said nobody in their right mind would put a sandbox in the bedroom well somebody did and that somebody was carrie she brought it up the idea to tim sorry tim who's tim (laughs) david (laughs) (laughs) there's not even a tim on the show I think David kind of reminds me of my cousin Tim. That might be why. I have no idea. Oh my gosh. Um, um, she brought up the idea to David, and David was like, nope, that's, that's a dumb idea. And then she brought up the idea to Tanya, and Tanya was like, nope, that's a dumb idea. <laughs> and I fully expected that she was going to, you know, not do the dumb idea. She's going to be like, okay, fine. Like, I got to go with majority rules. Yes. Okay. But then, and. That wasn't the end of the discussion. Then we see no. them later on, and Tanya's like, I'm imploring you. Please, <laughs> please, please reconsider the sandbox idea. You don't bring sand to the beach. It's going to create a mess. Yeah, Tanya was like, "This again, yeah, like you said, I implore you. And, and Carrie said, well, what if we do a smaller sandbox? <laughs> She's like, no sandbox. She goes, what if we put it under the bed? I'm like, oh, great. Let's put it closer to the sheets. Yeah, yeah. That- <laughs> Let's make it harder to clean. Okay, great. Uh, yeah. So. She's just very intent on it being a space where on a rainy day, you could still play indoors. And I get that. They put up a, a rock climbing wall. Mm-hmm. With genius. I thought that it was, was cute. Fantastic. It was cute. Yeah. There was also space that would have been better used for like a trundle or just storage or something, especially in such a small room. Yeah. It it's just it, it was wild. not functional. It was not practical. Yeah, needless to say that that design choice kind of kicked them out of the running for yeah. for kids' room. They they did not win kids' room challenge. No. Um should we let's talk about who won. The winners were Shawnee and Josh this week. They took it home. They were so excited. Yeah. They were because the only other win they had was the week that they had to share it where they awarded the the main bedroom to one team and the the bonus room to to another team. So right. I think they were thrilled to have something that was 100% theirs. They felt like they earned it. They had a lot of challenges along the way. Again, Josh was sort of losing his mind. Uh, and I thought it looked fantastic. It was, it mm-hmm. was probably my favorite of the bunch, but it's also probably because it wasn't too kiddie. Mm-hmm. It very much would serve you know, a teenager or even a young adult, they had a lofted bed and I thought it was brilliant. They put stairs up to the bed with storage 
under the stairs. Yeah. But the stairs were so high and I was shocked that nobody like Mike nor Mina nor anybody commented on how high those stairs were. I'm a short person. I don't think I could get up them. I know Mina had to take really big steps, like like lift her knees up high to get up those stairs. But I mean, I think if you just thinking about would you prefer an easy staircase to walk up or would you prefer having more storage? I think anyone would choose storage. So it's just, yeah, but I'd just be concerned that the kids would fall. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Mr. Safety (laughs) Stickler Mike didn't have anything to say about that. Yeah, no, I I agree. I liked uh, the decor choices that they made. I think they did another lime wash on the wall, which which went along with their kind of like boho, you know, dark moody at the beach theme. So they ended up winning. They put that cool like um, hanging what is it? The hanging seat up there too. That hanging chair. I love how Mina was the guinea pig for all of the <laughs> things that might not be sturdy. Yeah, Mike's like, go up there, try the try the loft bed. Go climb, over there, climb the rock wall, <laughs> sit in this possibly very volatile hanging chair. So we loved their room. We, I, I really appreciated Sunjay and Daryl's room. I agreed with Allison. Well, okay, so they they basically they, they got four beds in the room. So they had a bunk they bed. Called it a London with, Bridge. I I hadn't a, heard that a London before, bridge. but I liked it. Yeah, it, it gave a good like you you got a good picture of it in your head. So the bunk bed with the trundle, and then there was um, another bed that extended across the perpendicular the other way, and that was kind of like the bridge bed. And I could see kids fighting over that bed being like I want to sleep in the bridge bed you know how they're always like oh this one's like kind of unique and cool Mm -hmm. I want to sleep in the bridge bed tonight I want to sleep there tonight so I thought that that was great I like that they kept the design simple they only put like four thousand dollars into I I think um because they are getting down to the end of their budget everybody's running out of money yeah basically um they put a desk underneath the bridge bed. So it was like a loft with a desk, like a workspace if you need to do any homework. Um, homework they had the beach? COVID. I know, but it's just, that's blasphemy, man. I don't like it. <laughs> um, chalkboards, which are always fun for kids to draw on. You know, if it's rainy, they can go and play on the chalkboard, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, what were the, They didn't even have that many issues. It was like the 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 bookshelf wasn't secure um and then there was like a crack where you could maybe pinch your fingers they i'm sort of surprised they didn't win just because there were so few glaring problems with it but right i think the biggest con was that they just didn't they just didn't go for it like they they just played it too safe and i think they sort of indicated that in our interview that mm-hmm. that's what they would have done differently is maybe put some more touches and things like that so yeah you know while Shawnee and Josh were building storage stairs CJ was out looking for you know seashells and they probably could have gone bigger yeah but it I still agree. looked really nice I thought I thought it was a good job once again this episode stressed me out though I, I'm getting more stressed as <laughs> I think the series goes on and probably just because they do keep throwing so much at them mm-hmm. um and the I the stakes yeah, I mentioned this in the interview with Sunjay and Daryl, but so many times now, especially it was especially noticeable in this particular episode, they have an hour left of time and nothing looks done. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was freaking out for each of the teams. I mean, <laughs> one of the teams didn't even have the beds in the room and they had an hour left. The fact that they can put a bed together in an hour, that's impressive. That's why they're on these shows. <laughs> That's well, why these teams are on this show. And why I'm not. Well, they are coming down to the wire. Um, like we said, there's one more episode. Uh, exterior, home exterior. Mm-hmm. Slash, Which, I'm assuming, just like zhuzhing the house and getting it ready for final judging. Yeah. I You could see a peak of them in the preview for next week. Like Ty's team wants to go dark. They want to do a black exterior or a dark gray. Mm, and I sense. saw a peek of it in the preview and I, it looked cool. It's it's going to be a good finale. Um, it airs on Sunday. So this this weekend, 
Uh, be sure to tune in on Hulu or Discovery Plus at 9 p.m. Eastern. Did I get that right? <laughs> I know they already said it previously, but I just want to say it again. Yes. So you think that Team Allison's going to win? Sanjay and Daryl? Yeah. Well, yes. And here's why. Because the whole, it, it's not subjective. It's about who has added the most value to the home. Right. Sanjay and Daryl won the big, as she calls them, the money makers, which were the kitchen and then the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. So for purely numbers reason, I think it's going to go to Team Allison, Sanjay and Daryl. Yeah, I think it's theirs. It's their competition to lose. So I feel bad see. for Carrie and David. Carrie like legit had a meltdown this week. I know. About being away from her kids and wondering whether this was all worth it. I well, just, I'm sure doing a kid's room triggered that, too. Yeah. She's, she, I'm sure, like, every decision, she's like, what would my kids want? Totally you know? agree. And I actually wonder if that's why she dug in so hard on the sandbox thing. Yeah. Do they have a sandbox in their home? <laughs> <laughs> they do now. God, I hope not. I think, because I think the preview of next week said... Um, I saw them taking it out. No, I meant their home where they actually live. Oh, I know. But I, I'm thinking they probably took out the sandbox in the beach house and probably brought it home with them. No, I doubt. <laughs> I didn't. I think that they want to walk away from that mistake. They want to leave that mistake on the beaches of Gulf Shore, Alabama. We hope you guys have enjoyed these recaps as much as we have enjoyed doing them. We would love to hear who you think might win. Let us know, podcast yeah. at realtor.com. We'll also pose the question on our Instagram. You can go to at House Party Pod and we'll we'll put it up and do a quiz and see who you guys think are the front runners. So this is the point when we would discuss celebrity winners and losers, but we are going to forego it this week. We'll be back next week though to dish on more celebrity real estate news uh so that's the end of this lovely episode thank you a big thank you to Sunjay and daryl from battle on the beach we loved getting the inside scoop from you guys we really appreciate you coming on the podcast if you like what you heard today please give us a five-star rating and write a review on your platform your podcast platform of choice that helps people find us and it makes us smile we love to hear what you have to say if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us. We are podcast at realtor.com. That's singular podcast at realtor.com. Or you can find us on social media. We are active and everywhere. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Our handle is at house party pod on all three. We would love to hear from you. Have you joined the discussion? That's where we post some extra fun stuff and we'd love to have you join in. Thanks again for pressing play and we will catch you later. Bye. Bye.